When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Uh, This is Brandon. And I'm Travis. And right before we were going to record, we we usually we usually do like, you know, cold, funny opening, whatever. Uh, But uh, right beforehand, we found out that the president of Nintendo, uh, Satoru Iwata, just died at 55. So instead, we just want to, you know, recognize him. Thank him for all of his work at Nintendo, for the fun games we've had over the last almost 30 years he's been part of the company. Those Nintendo Um, Directs. And uh, yeah, so this episode goes out to him. And now for our regularly scheduled nonsense. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. Hey, and I'm Brandon. And thank you for listening to Apathetic Enthusiasm. Apathetic Enthusa what? Enthusa huh? Um... For those of you that are our normal listeners, uh, this episode may sound a little bit different to you. There is good reason for that. We are currently uh, located in different states. Yes. I. Yeah, I am. I am in a hotel room in the wonderful state of Mississippi. <laughs> you almost said that with a straight face. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I, I am in you your house. Tell. Yes, alone. That with is your dog. I mean, when you put it like that, it's a little. It's a little weird. Yeah. Um, but I don't know who. Nothing which cre- nothing creepy going on over here. <laughs> which I which might ha- have pants on? I might not. Which house would be noisier? Uh, your house with the kids, or my house with the dog chewing on stuff in the background? Currently, um, my house would still be noisier, even though all the kids are outside. They're oh. outside playing with like a slip and slide and screaming <laughs> and stuff. So yeah, I think I can still hear them. In fact, from They're- your house. They're they're outside just with a bullhorn <laughs> and like a pipe going directly into the room that you'd record in. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, but next week you should be back, and we should be back to our crisp quality audio that you're all so used crisp. to. Just like them them Fuji apples. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Um, if you want to get in touch with the show, of course, there are several ways that you can do that. You can send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can hit if, us up on Twitter at apathusiast. Of course, you can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. And there's a few other social media things out there that we've been playing I, I've, with this week. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been um, documenting all my adventures in, in Pimp, Mississippi uh, on uh, <laughs> Instagram. That's right. That's apathetic, enth- apathetic underscore enthusiasm, right? Yeah. Because we can't we're... have anything consistent. <laughs> um, and then uh, I've snapped a couple of chats on the Snapchats with uh, the apathusiast uh, very, very call nice. sign on that as well. So uh, if 
if you don't get enough of us in our 40 to 120 minutes of rambling every week, please follow us on social media and we'll be sure to throw some extra stuff out on there. Please do it. Uh, anything, please. anything happened this last week, Brandon? Anything worth? No. Um, Judas Priest played out here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, you know. We could cover that. I don't, any, I don't know. We, we cover a lot of like nerd culture type stuff. Yeah. Movies and, um, um, I watched a little bit of uh, Horrible Bosses 2. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah. we'll talk about Judas Priest and Horrible Bosses 2. That's what <laughs> yeah. I have to say. Um, uh, or... The thing about Horrible Bosses <laughs> is they're breaking the law. Breaking the law. Break. I... <laughs> that's, a, that's Judas Priest. No, I got it. It's a good crossover joke. Oh, okay. Let's talk about Comic-Con. Um, <laughs> oh, comic Yeah. Yes, good old San Diego. Uh, yes. the, the land of my birth. Uh, land of the free, home yeah. of the surf. Oh, nice. Did you just come up with that? I, I did. Okay. I did, yeah. Uh, n- nods. Um, yes, of course, San Diego Comic-Con, which is pretty much the Comic-Con of Comic-Cons, uh, happened last week. We actually delayed the recording of this episode to Sunday evening so that we can make sure we get as much San Diego Comic-Con coverage in before we uh, recorded. Absolutely. And it also gave me a chance to, to drink all weekend. Hey, and yeah. and go to the clubs. <laughs> well, I'm glad we could help you out on that front. Um, so, what we would like to do in this episode, we will dedicate all of our time to Comic Con this week. All of uh, we'll cover um, some some notable things that happened. Of course, lots of TV and movie announcements took place this week, um, and just general thoughts about you know the nerdiness. So, uh, yeah. I want to start off with a couple of things that happened this last weekend sort of outside of Comic-Con or not necessarily part of the actual event, but uh, but we're still kind of big big news uh, and movie news. The first thing, and, and you posted something about this on our Facebook, was uh, the presence of the orange one, Conan O'Brien. Oh, yes. Uh, he, oh, yes. He actually went down to San Diego to uh, record his show for the week, if I'm not mistaken. That he did, yeah. He did that in the entire weekend he was there. The, the entire... I, he doesn't shoot on the week, so he's probably what did he do like three episodes there? All because he all did Wednesday week, all weekend, Travis. The whole weekend of he doesn't <laughs> record on the weekends. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he did. He did a great uh, a video of him spoofing Ma- your movie yeah, of the year Mad, as far as Mad I'm Max concerned. Fury Road. Um, yeah, uh, with with Andy Richter kind of driving with some sort of mask on or whatever. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he, uh, he also hosted a panel while he was there. I think it was the, the hunger games panel. Huh. Um, and just basically got all sorts of nerdy guests and, uh, folks out on his show. So way to go Conan way to support the, the nerd culture way to support. You know? And, uh, some, something else that was not comic con related, but it happened, uh, sort of in the mix of all the Comic-Con stuff was uh, some photos came out for a film that uh, was it's not, somewhat, not not my photos. No, not your photos. No, no so, I, I have those hidden. <laughs> uh, this this movie I'm, I'm finding is becoming very controversial, and that is the reboot of Ghostbusters. Yes. Um, last week some photos of the cast in costume uh it looks like they were taken uh during during shooting um they they were leaked out and then right afterwards uh 
and like an official photo was released. Right. Um, for those of you that don't know, Ghostbusters is being remade right now, and it has a all female cast, or at least the the main crew of Ghostbusters are all female. Yeah, yeah the uh, the the main crew are all female, all uh, SNL alumna alums, uh, except for uh, um, what's her face, uh, Melissa. Is it Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah um, that's it. Yeah, which I mean, she's hosted several times and is sort of. She she did uh, bridesmaids with uh, Kristen Wiig, so right. they've done a few things together. Um, rounding out the group, you got those two, and then you have uh, Kate McKinnon, who appears to be playing the Egon character, and uh, I don't know her name. Who's the other girl? Um, Kristen Wiig. No, Kristen. <laughs> you're, you're, we're, we're talking. We're talking about the 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 Winston character. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. I'm going to look it up now just for continuity's sake. All right. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, um, also, I don't, so I don't, I don't know seem what her... like a blatant I... racist for not knowing the, <laughs> the African American. Uh, n- not all white people. Yeah. I'm using the SNL app to look this up because I feel like that's probably <laughs> going to be the easiest way for me to find it. Um, I think uh, Liam Hemsworth is... Jay Farrow. That's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah. No, uh, Leslie Kenan, Leslie Kenan Jones. Thompson. <laughs> uh, uh, Le- oh, Leslie uh, Jones. Yes. That's right. So so rounding out the group you have uh Leslie Jones who has appeared on I think the last two seasons of SNL, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she um, she came on to SNL when um everyone's like, SNL, why are you so damn racist? Yeah. Why so they're like have more we'll, black we'll change women that. on the we'll show. Change. And then she was hired like the next week. Yeah, uh, but she's pretty funny, and I think she'll do well with the character as well. Uh, a lot of people, and and we and you posted uh, this photo on our Facebook page, and there were a couple people that were like, nope, uh-uh, I'm not into it. Uh, a lot of stuff I saw online on different websites, a lot of people really hating on this female cast. I, I'm kind of into it. I, I'm kind of excited to see this group um, kind of come at it with a new take. Maybe yeah, not. you know, um, so Paul Fag, I think that's how you pronounce his last name. I mean, yeah, he's directing, right? Yeah, you know, he's the one. He's the one who's directing it, and he's the one who uh, directed Bridesmaids, mm-hmm. um, and he did uh, Spy. He did that movie Spy, which got great reviews too. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not completely opposed to what he's doing. Um, you know, there's the initial sh- like there's n- there's initial pushback of like. Well, why did you have to change it into all women, you know? Yeah, uh, and I think just because it's different, and I mean, that can be a challenge for some people to jump on board with right away. But. Right. But, you know, I almost think that in, in, a, in a world of remakes and reboots and all these things, having the, the film be far too close to the original, I think that um, I, I'm, I'm, I, I would rather them be all new people than... Um, like just kind of rehash the Bill Murray. Yeah, and just and, do the exact same thing, just with four different dudes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and things are going to be different, and it is a new approach to the film. But uh, I'm not ready to write it off just because you know they're not using an ambulance for the Ecto One, or they <laughs> they have orange stripes on their uniform. So oh, it's this movie's going to suck. What? Um, it wasn't an ambulance originally. I think I thought it was a hearse, wasn't it? Uh. The original one was like an old school ambulance. Oh, oh then, I always I always thought it was a. It should be a hearse. 
The new one is a hearse. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pew, pew. See, they're doing better already. Oh, yeah, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Um, guys, let us know what you think. Uh, you've already sort of mentioned this a little bit, but there's a there's a picture on our Facebook page, and you can let us know what you guys think about the new Ghostbusters cast. Y- yeah, you guys are, those are dogs on my end. <laughs> no, uh, that's that's Gizmo uh, barking with the dogs outside. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, don't don't again. don't worry about him. I, I I'm in Mississippi, but you know I I know what he's doing. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I I am here in your house. And I have no idea what your dog is doing, but uh, all like, right. He's like washing the dishes, like <laughs> burr, 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 burr. like studying Rosetta Stone <laughs> to speak Spanish. I don't know. Truth be told, this is actually Gizmo speaking. He uh, I'm filling in for Travis this week on the podcast. Gizmo, hey. I um, want a chewy. <laughs> Uh, okay, moving there, into there, more. There's, there's a uh, that remind, that always reminds me of a Simpsons uh, gag when Homer is, he's a, like a food critic, right? And so he's he's sitting, he's he's on his computer and he's typing up a review. He's like, the food was really, and he looks down at Santa's little helper, and Santa's little helper goes rough. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. The the food was really rough, uh, and, and uh, he's like, and it tasted kind of like. Mark. Like bark, yeah, yeah. It tasted like bark, uh, but the calamari was chewy. <laughs> uh, so every every once in a while I say chewy, and then nobody gets my reference. Dogs are great. Um, <laughs> okay, so so moving on now into more uh, core Comic Con news. I, I want to start with uh, some of the announcements that took place in the realm of television. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and really, I mean, Comic-Con now, yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, they talk about comics and stuff and they have artists there, but Hollywood has really completely taken over the San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, yeah. And huge movie announcements and TV announcements uh, are, at the, least for the nerdy sci-fi type movies, uh, tend to come out uh, now at Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, that stuff is the norm at Comic-Con, well, San Diego Comic-Con nowadays. You know, for sure. It, it, I mean, it obviously it, it didn't start off that way because it was a comics convention. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think I mean, 10 years ago, I think was probably the last time I actually got to go to the San Diego Comic-Con. And even I mean, like the Lord of the Rings movies were were kind of the big thing at the time. And yeah. they were all over the event um, as well as some other movies that were coming out. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah. I, so. Oh, so okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, after you. Okay. All right, so we don't we don't have we don't have visual cues, guys. Yeah. So <laughs> so we have to we have to uh, just be polite somehow. They're like, no, please. Which is what we're horrible at. No. Please, at, uh, sir. After <laughs> I, you, I, I offer you. I no, offer I you the speaking <laughs> speaking um, priority. All right, so so there are a few uh, zombie centric television shows I, that got some some quality time at comic-con i take exception uh, to to one of those because i don't consider it zombie but go ahead L- lead the way lead the I, way i'm talking about the walking dead yeah and, uh, and it's and, and it's spinoff uh fear the walking dead which were both uh given uh some trailers uh the the there was a trailer for the next season of the walking dead yeah, as well as a trailer for the new show uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and and Rick looks like a prick. Heyo, 
Did you work on that all week? I think you did. <laughs> yeah. I, I was at the club last night, and I was like, Rick looks like Rick. Looks like. Oh, write, write it down. I'm not going to remember this. Yeah, Rick looks like Rick. I mean, I, I, I don't want to speak too much detail about the, the trailer because most of it would spoil the show for anyone that has been watching it but uh it it seems to be moving in the direction that the same logical direction of of where the show left off at the end of season five right season five sure um they they are in a new community and they have sort of taken over and there's um immediate havoc that seems to be taking place but uh it looks good um they they seem to hint that some major characters uh, are in peril of dying during the season, which is sort of what we're used to from The Walking Dead. Yeah. But um, overall, it doesn't make me mad about the new season coming out. I'm pretty excited about it. I, I almost uh, want to see just everybody in the show die, and then then we take off from a new collection of survivors. And are there the, are the final credits just roll? And yeah. It's just bodies yeah. everywhere. Uh, yeah, I, I would, I would, go, I would go with, I would go with that. I, I think, I think the show is, is, it's exhausting with its pessimism. A T eight hundred shows up, <laughs> and then nukes fall. Judgment Day. No and, fate, but Walking Dead make. <laughs> but what we make. Um, the show I'm actually almost a little bit more interested to see uh, later this year is Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Um, just because it is that sort of new take, that new group. Uh, and it takes place that, in LA. Yeah, and it's um, it takes place right at that time where the zombie outbreak is starting. So, whereas with The Walking Dead, if you watch the show, the show starts out with Rick, who is, for all intents and purposes, the the main character of The Walking Dead, um, and he's been in like a coma or something. So by the time he wakes up, the outbreak has has been going on for a while and he's just sort of picking up on what's been happening. Uh, so you miss out on the whole how it all started and sort of the yeah. public freak out of, you know, people suddenly turning into zombies. And that is the exact time that they're focusing on on Fear the Walking Dead. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not terribly excited to, to, to see it, honestly. Um, Mostly it's because the title is stupid to me, but... I, I can't argue with that, that it is a bad title. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make a, a, another prequel, and it says, Beware the fear the walking dead. Just, you know, just just like a, an adjective ahead of time, like running the walking dead, you know? That I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on a pilot that focuses on when they did the... Uh the battles like the 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 arena fights with the with the zombies and like people in uh uh that governor's town yeah, yeah. and it'll w- be Woods- woodbury yeah right it'll be centered on that it'll be like weekly like hand to hand combat and yeah. it'll be called cheer the walking dead <laughs> cheer <laughs> woo yeah you could like bet on it and there'll be like yeah. vegas stat lines and stuff um <laughs> uh, i i, I want to point out real quick that uh running is not an adjective i just I, I just need to throw that out there uh before somebody corrects me oh <laughs> i did not i did not catch that but yeah, you are correct yeah um 
All right. Okay. What so, what else? Let's let's move on to something that that you brought up. All right. So so we talked about uh, the Walking Dead and and Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, one thing I'm really excited for is Ash versus the Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yes. Not Walking. Not to be dead. mistaken with Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah, I was looking down at the notes and I I almost messed it up because because <laughs> because you put Ash versus the Walking Dead. Yeah, that and was. So and I have no excuse. That was a, that was <laughs> me only half paying attention while writing our outline. And so as I said it, you you can you can hear the gap where I'm like uh, uh, the Evil, Evil Dead. Dead. Uh, yes. Anyways, Evil Dead. Sam Raimi's directing uh, at least the first episode. Uh, Bruce Campbell's back. It's gonna it's gonna be some sweetness. Um, this is this is gonna be on. I think it, is it sci-fi stars. Oh, stars! Stars! Okay. Ooh, right. another another zombie reference. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, this is a this is a, a series, right? This yes. is not, you know, a single film or or event, but this is actually a series that's going to be on stars. Yep. Yep. And and like I said, Bruce Campbell, the man, the the chin, it's back. <laughs> uh, boomstick and everything, and it looks it looks pretty. Um, it's got that that Sam Raimi. Uh, like real quick, cutting, um, like gore-filled uh, aspect to it. Uh, you've never seen The Evil Dead, so you really have no idea what I'm talking about. Fair enough. Um, have you? Did you see? Um, uh, was that the other one he came out with recently? I don't know. It's the one with like the voodoo chick. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Anyways, you all you know Sam Raimi by is Spider Man. Let's 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 be realistic. Okay, that's fair. Do you know any uh, other Sam Raimi movies? No. I, oh, come on, Spider Man. <laughs> Spider Man one and two, and three. Hello. You know. <laughs> um, I I you could say Sam Raimi, and I wouldn't be able to say a single thing that he directed because I'm horrible with names. Period. Oh but, oh. Yeah. Um. That's well, why that's why I keep you on the podcast, Brandon, is so that you can remember <laughs> the names of everybody. Okay, all right, fair, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough, Tarvis. Um, yeah, I, I watched the trailer. Um, I mean, it looks good. It a lot of action, a lot of um, tongue in cheek comedy, so, so to speak. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I have access to a Stars Channel at all, so <laughs> it might be challenging for me to watch it legitimately. But Star you know, Stars on Demand. There you go. <laughs> Wherever, uh, wherever that is, yeah. Uh, one, it, one more thing, or a couple more things, actually. Uh, okay, that we have to talk about in TV. All right. Uh, uh, one was uh, Hannibal. Okay. Which, uh, I, Hannibal. Uh, you you haven't you haven't watched any of the Hannibal series? Not a single episode. Um, I've I've watched I've watched the first season. I skipped here and there through the second season. Um. Just just to get to the very end, I watched the last episode of season two, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> you know how I am about spoilers. A lot of times, I'm like, I don't want to trudge through like, like the basic drama of an episode when I'm like, I know where it's gonna, I know where it's going. Just I don't know, speed it up. It's almost like watching it in fast forward. Sure. Uh, yeah you you will you will read a synopsis in a heartbeat. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so. Uh, season three of Hannibal is going on right now. We all know, uh, well, most people know that Hannibal's been canceled. Uh, they they tried shopping around to like Hulu and uh, Netflix, and 
Uh, they're all like, no, we're not going to. Uh, so, Bri- so Brian Fuller, the uh, producer of Hannibal, he's he's talking about maybe doing a feature film later. But but for right now, it's in season three, and uh, they're going. They showed a, a trailer for what they're doing in the second half of the season, which is a Red Dragon adaptation, which. Uh, Red Dragon was a movie back in 2003, four with Edward Norton and, of course, you know, Anthony Hopkins and Ray Fiennes. And so now they're actually adapting that to the, the television screen. And I'm looking forward to it because I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Red Dragon, the, the film. I've been writing the book, but, um, you know, I, I'm stoked for it. Sounds good. That's, yeah. I mean, I suppose, like, that that to me sounds like something that they maybe had planned for like a long-term development in the show. Yeah. And then when they find out that they're getting canned and they're like, well, I guess it's the last half of the season. We'll just, we'll just go with that. Right. You know, and, um, and, and actually the originally they were, they wanted to somehow work in cause Hannibal, all of it is a prequel to silence of the lambs. Right. Right. Um, so eventually they were going to try to, work in um the the Clarice Starling Silence of the Lambs type of stuff after that. Oh, um wow. and they just they just weren't getting around to it. Um but this the show it's a shame it's getting canceled. Uh it's amazing the limits they pushed with ratings on television because they have some they have some like really gory sketchy stuff for for primetime television. Yeah, and that's that's network television, right? That's like uh, NBC or something. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I mean, I mean, we we just talked about uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and I mean, there just in the trailer, there's like a ton of gore and, and crazy stuff happening. But that's like that's that's stars. That's like that's like deep cable, yeah, you know, territory. That's that's not something you can pull with an over air antenna, right? Uh, I mean, the, so the opening like the opening case of uh, Hannibal is like a chick who's impaled on antlers, you know? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, cool. This Now I know what I'm getting into. All right. Set the stage. Thank you. Uh, one more NBC uh, intellectual property, if you will, that is that is coming back, uh, possibly in the time slot of Hannibal. Who's, who knows? Um, and that is Heroes, or, or in this Heedles. case, Heroes Reborn, I think is, uh, is what it's called. Hero. Uh <laughs> We talked, we talked a little bit earlier. Um, I think you said you watched like the first season of Heroes when it originally aired. Yeah, I watched. Um, I, I watched the first season, um, and then I was incredibly let down by the finale of season one. Um, yeah. And then uh, I, I was like, you know what? Okay, season two, they're they'll write the ship, and then they got into some convoluted kind of time travel story. And then I, <laughs> by the mid by the middle of it, I was like, all right, I'm done. Uh, I think. I think Heroes came out right at the tail end of Lost. It may have it may have been like right after Lost ended, um, and so I sort of threw all my weight into Heroes because Lost was ending, and I was way too into that show. So I watched. I was really dedicated to Heroes in the first season. The second season, I started to waver, and I don't think I ever finished all of the content that came out on television for for that series yeah which is probably true for a lot of people and like you said it did get pretty convoluted and well um, you know they i mean the 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 show what the show suffered from was 
from the start, they introduce a character who is kind of like all powerful, all seeing, right? Both both Peter, the the main character, he like he can take people's powers, and then you have Siler, who's like this super evil guy who takes everybody's powers. And then you have Hero, who can go back and forth in time, no matter where he wants to go. Blah, blah, blah. So from the get go, you introduce the most powerful people, and then you spend the, the entire rest of your show finding ways to gimp them. <laughs> yeah, pretty, like yeah, pretty oh. Much. Oh, Hero has to go all the way back into uh, Imperial Japan and then do stuff there. And then, uh, you know, you know me, I read synopsis, so I didn't entirely drop the show. Uh, so eventually, like, in like season three, Peter loses the ability to retain powers and he can only have one power at a time. Uh, yeah, just just and then basically were, adding an update where they nerfed some of the characters and then yeah yeah they're like oh you know what let's let's figure something out <laughs> so so in their unending search for something that might stick on primetime television nbc is rebooting the show uh they have brought back many of the old characters at least from the looks of the trailer um as well as introduced a lot of new characters they they've sort of done the the thing that a lot of shows are doing now when they when they come back where uh the the time that the show has been off the air, they kind of carry that timeline on. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's a little bit further in the future. All of the heroes have kind of been gone or they're in hiding. Um, and it, it, there's this whole like initiative to sort of track down all the people with these special powers. Yeah. Almost uh, sort of X-Men-ish in the way that they want to like kind of register everyone and, and kind of call them out and stuff. So, I don't know. It there's potential for it being good again. I might I might check it out, but I I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the way that the last show ended, it's it's sort of like you got to have to do something really cool yeah. with a reboot for me to get excited about it again. I mean, I'll 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 check out an episode or two. I I'm I don't know how hopeful I am. Um you know, I, I think I think that was also during the writers strike too. Like you know how like season two of Lost was kind of whack. I think so, I think season yeah, I think two was... I think season two of Heroes was at that same time frame, which is why like the second season started to stutter, so to speak. Mm, um, okay. But but unlike uh, Lost, they never recovered. There you go. Um, all right. Anything else from television that you can think of that you want to, you want to hit on before you moved from the small screen to the big screen? I'm sure there are some things. So, uh, out there, you guys let us know if there's something from the TV side of things that you, uh, think that we overlooked and, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll comment on it. Sure thing. Uh, let's move on to film. Yes. Uh, I have a, a few things, uh, definitely worth mentioning. Um, one notable thing about this Comic-Con, and it was in the news a little bit, was the lack of uh, Marvel involvement. Uh, you would think Comic-Con, comics, you know, film, Marvel is sort of dominating that, that area right now. Yeah. But there really wasn't much presence from Marvel uh, at San Diego Comic-Con this year. Yeah, well, you know, um, what, I, what I read, and I think this is pretty accurate, is that, you know, with the D23 event you know disney's attempt to do their own convention oh oh i know (laughs) i know about it i know i know i know you know uh since marvel is mainly a part of that they want to go ahead and and start just incorporating all that marvel stuff into d23 um so yeah 
Go ahead. And, and it's true also, like you had the Star Wars celebration earlier in the year that was, I mean, a, a very successful convention dedicated exclusively to Star Wars content. Um, the Marvel Cinematic Universe has gotten so big and Marvel is on such a good run right now mm-hmm. that I think they could legitimately, you know, do some sort of event just for their content and and still draw a pretty big buzz. So um, they weren't completely absent from Comic-Con, but uh, I think they are trying to move in that direction where they can kind of do their own thing and, and generate their own and not have to fight sort of with all this other stuff that we've been talking about for right. attention. But they kind of do it on their own time. So right. I mean, however, I mean, you you have. I mean, you think about all like the cons that are that are out there. You know, I and I'll just you know say the the big ones. I know there's still smaller ones, but you have like PAX, and then you have a uh, BlizzCon, and you have um, uh, 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 that was PAX East. Uh, there's a couple no, other pa- ones now, and I, now I I screwed it up. I had, yeah, a whole, yeah. I had a whole list, like at least like two or three or four or five. Uh, and I'm uh, sure. Yeah. But you know they're like for Furicon and, and Kamikaze Con. It, it just it just all these types of you know convicted felon cons. Yeah. Um, con Air. Um, <laughs> but, uh, Aunt Connie. I don't know her. No, she's um, she's nice. Okay, good. she lives in Vegas. Uh, one thing that Marvel did present at well Comic Con uh, this I'm year. I'm gonna stop you because that's okay. that's that's not a Marvel film. I must. I must stop you. Okay. I must stop you. Uh, okay. De- Deadpool is a Fox film. Ah. Okay. Well, that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, because Fox still owns those rights, right? Um, okay. Because the last film he was in was uh, X Men Origins Wolverine, and oh. uh, Wolverine and all the X Men are part of Fox. Oh. Okay. I. S- I sit corrected, which which is I'm, which is why also Deadpool was uh, presented with X Men: Age of Apocalypse and um, Fantastic Four. Oh, all right. Sorry. I'm glad you did your reading because <laughs> I I watched the trailer when I first woke up today, and that's pretty much all. I I was just like, that's enough for me. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and and honestly, I don't think you know Marvel. They're they're taking some risks with their their cinematic universe. You know, uh, Ant Man has gotten some good reviews, and people have said that Marvel needs to keep doing risks like that. Yeah, um, Ant Man um, has is, embraces a lot more of the comedic side, I think. Yeah. of of comic books, um, which is a bit of a. De- I mean, obviously, there's a lot a lot of jokes and and especially the Joss Whedon directed films, but uh, I think Ant Man takes that a step further. Um, that Paul, Deadpool, that Paul Rudd. Is I mean I okay I watched the blurry trailer that some some guy like probably <laughs> recorded on his you know three G smartphone or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but from what I picked up it's definitely I mean this is this is an R rated comic book movie by far yeah yeah which which makes sense for the character and things like that um, but did you get a chance <laughs> to watch the trailer at all yeah I I just uh, laughing at T J Miller's line where he's like. Your face looks like an avocado had sex with another avocado or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it was terrific. Yeah, um, there's there's this great you know balance with the 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 joking playfulness and 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 comedy and then just straight up like over the top action violence type stuff that um, 
that they're really, I mean, based on the trailer, they're really keying into with the film and, and I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I, I know of very many comic fans out there who are like, yeah, Deadpool. Like when they, uh, you saw the, the trailer that came out, you know, whatever, like a uh, six months, a year ago where they're like, it was just a CGI trailer that was leaked quote unquote. Um, yeah. which, which really cr- what, created all the fan buzz for it initially. Yeah. Did you, had you, had you ever seen that? No, I, I saw the uh, the like promo photo of Ryan Reynolds in uh-huh. the Deadpool outfit, uh, laying on like a bearskin rug in front of a <laughs> fireplace. Yeah, um, which <laughs> was interesting. I guess. <laughs> yeah the uh, the the trailer that they that they leaked, uh, you know, during Comic Con this week. Um, part of that was in that original CGI trailer. Like mm-hmm. they actually they actually took some of that original CGI footage, and I. You know the, the incorporated it in. Yeah, yeah. I mean the uh, what we saw was was blurry still at the Comic Con footage, but um, I assume they they made it live action. Yeah, I'm excited for an HD version of that trailer. Yeah. Um, anytime Fox wants to throw that out, I'd appreciate it. Any, anytime uh, Fox. Another trailer that I would very much like to see, but apparently won't get to, um, for the at least until this fall, uh, that is for the Warcraft movie that was, uh, I think it's legendary pictures is uh, a yeah. production company behind this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a movie that has been teased at and sort of talked about for a very long time. Uh, and blizzard and legendary, uh, made a pretty big showing. I think at, at comic con this year, trying to create buzz for the film. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's scheduled to come out, uh, I think late or summer of next year, um, but still haven't seen a lot of actual footage or anything uh, it, of the film. Yeah, uh, what uh, uh, there's a, there's a good article on the Verge um, explaining why you know no no one's re- released any leaked footage, but I guess there were there were three screens, right? Right. And, yeah. And so like each screen was showing something a little bit different, um, and so the, the Verge uh, they they're like. You you guys can't see this, so what we did was we drew a picture of what everything looked like. That was such a terrific article. Like one <laughs> of the reporters sat there with like lined notebook paper and just did horrible sketches of every, like shot by shot or whatever so of what good. happened. So if you haven't seen it, head over to theverge.com and um, or maybe we'll throw that up on one of our social media sites. But it's yeah. uh, it is uh, the poorly drawn cartoon version of the Warcraft trailer. <laughs> Um, uh, um, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, as, as, uh, as Warcraft players ourselves, um, some of us more than others, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm excited because I, I've always, I, I haven't read all the books, you know, but, uh, the wow wiki, <laughs> I've, <laughs> I've, ex, I've explored it at length, I'll say. And so, uh, you know, the, the lore behind the, the films I, or behind Warcraft has always been yeah, really interesting. The games. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, this uh, this movie really goes back sort of to the beginning, not just of World of Warcraft, but uh, the yeah. actual original Warcraft games as well. I think. Yeah, it does. Um, so this is uh, this is sort of the early encounter between the humans and orcs, or something like that. Yeah, before uh, before thralls born. Sure. All that. So, uh, hmm. I. There's two posters out. Yeah, I mean it's it's not it's not moving 
you know, images, but there are a couple posters out pr- promoting the film. And uh, <laughs> hopefully, at least by November, we'll uh, we'll get to see the uh, the full trailer <laughs> for the film, um, unless unless someone leaks it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what's what's actually really cool is there's this website that uh, one of our listeners, Bob Carroll, introduced me to many many years ago called HSX dot com okay which mm-hmm. is hollywood stock exchange all right and uh the whole purpose of the site is you fake trade stocks and like movies and actors and stuff like that so uh, yeah, okay for those of you that don't know uh <laughs> our, our huge fan bob carroll um this this guy will find any way to play a fantasy version of something <laughs> so if there's a sport that exists he's probably played the fantasy version of it and uh as well as trading stocks for movies yeah. and things like that. Uh, that seems right up his alley. So hey, I'm, I'm uh, setting it's up not a, surprising at all that he introduced you to that. I'm setting up a fantasy cornhole league. If you want to <laughs> play that. Uh, it's but, on Yahoo if you want to hit us up this weekend. Uh, the, the Swiffle Cornhole League. Um, Shout out. So, uh, yeah. So, like, probably about five, six years ago, I put a bunch of fake money down on uh, the Warcraft movie. So now I need to go out there and see how much, uh, <laughs> see what your returns are for that investment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anything else on Warcraft or, or anything else? Because there, there's one particular film that is coming out this year that mm-hmm. I think definitely needs to be discussed. Um, anything and, about any, Warcraft? Any, no. Uh, no, you know, I just as long as uh, they have more dots, more dots. <laughs> That's that, that's it. That's that's. I, I, I expect the whole movie to just be like, uh, like like a like a filmed version of a run, like like a run through a raid. Yeah, and uh, it's just a bunch of people talking and like putting each other down. Get um, get out of the fire! Get out of the fire! Come on! More dots! Why didn't you pull? We need heals. Uh, <laughs> Mark the ads. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Can't yeah. wait. All right. Uh, but All right. let's it's, get it's let's time. get to the most it's important time. movie of the of of the whole event of let's, all time. Let's be honest, of all time, uh, <laughs> and that is Star Wars. Uh, the what is it? The Force Unleashed? No, no, no the Force <laughs> the Rise of the, the Force. The Force Awakens. The Force Awakens. Yeah, Force um, Unleashed is that game with. Uh, yeah, that was the with a dude from that one thing. Yeah, that that you, vampire where you play as the Jedi dude or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Star Wars Force Awakens. Uh I mean we've we've seen more and more of this film throughout the year. Uh they actually put the entire uh like hour long panel up on YouTube. Yeah. So, you know, as a as like a perfectly normal human being, I decided to watch the whole thing last night. Of course, of course. Um uh I mean, it's I'm I'm really excited for this movie, and and I'm at a loss for words, which is terrible for a podcast. Yeah, why? I uh, mean, why are you why are you at a loss for words? I mean, this is everything that you've wanted. You know, you have three kids, you have a, a beautiful wife, but this is what you've <laughs> this is this is what this is what is you live for. To me. <laughs> um, okay, so let's get right to it. I think you put po- you posted this out on our. Did you post this on our Facebook page? The uh, the behind the scenes sort of short film that they presented during the panel. Yes. Uh, it is not new footage 
from the film. It is not a new teaser, a new trailer, anything like that. Um, it starts out with just sort of still uh, shots where they are doing the camera marker uh, in front, like setting up for a shot. Yeah. But what it's showing you is these very real, very well created sets that they are using to shoot this film in. Yeah. Uh, and then it goes on and on to uh, show additional practical effects, yep. different puppets and creatures and things that were, were created. Um, and really just kind of pushes the fact that while CGI is going to be used in this film, because it's because. hard to make any sort of sci-fi movie <laughs> now without it. Um, they really focused on the- using practical effects to, to create the world of or the universe of star Wars. Right. Yeah. Um, why I think that is so important. And I think it's one of the reasons people have a problem with the first, the three prequels is the, the feeling, the, 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 the look of the world of, of these star Wars movies. Um, it was so different in those prequels because there were so many huge, massive CG created worlds that didn't feel real. I mean, yeah. it just, you, you you can do a great job with computers and you can do a lot of really impressive things, but to build an actual set and have people interacting with it, it really changes sort of the feel of, of that shot or that scene. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah. pontificating here a little bit, but no, you, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, to have the actors sit in front of a green screen for an entire film and have to, you know, you, uh, I don't want to get too pretentious with this. But, but you know, I think it's too late for that. Yeah, that's true. So actors, you know, they they have to they have to put themselves in these roles, and you know, they have to you know they have to push for certain emotions and all that stuff and their motivations. But then you're also asking them to be like, all right, now just imagine there there are ships flying past you in the background. You're actually in this huge throne room. Uh, Okay, I want you to look at this tennis ball, but imagine (laughs) you're looking at you know a giant alien creature okay and yeah. really fear it yeah and you know it, that, that sort of stuff just you know there, um, there's, there's it doesn't come across as well <laughs> there's something there's something tangible about being in an actual place an actual with actual props and actual beings in the background you know the and let, let's yeah, go let's ahead. talk about the canteen that the cantina in episode four right like that hat was full of different creatures who you know, maybe you didn't maybe you didn't know what their background story was, um, but you're like, oh, there's a random like werewolf dude and these little like <laughs> vagina head guys playing music. <laughs> <laughs> you, um, you know, but yeah, it, I, in the prequels, you didn't you. give a sh- you didn't give a crap about that. You know, you're like, <laughs> whatever, CGI, whatever. Yeah, uh, it's. I mean, and it, and it feels. Almost like a cheat, I guess, or something where it's like, okay, well, we can just throw whatever we want in there because CG and, you know, big deal. <laughs> um, like the Return of the Jedi special edition with that random fat CGI alien just singing a random song. Yeah, no. And in, in like Jabba's Palace or whatever. Uh, yeah. That, <laughs> That's so awful. So awful. George Lucas, you did a lot of good things, and I appreciate everything you did for Star Wars, but some things just. Yeah. You know, so, I'm, I'm glad you passed the reins over to J.J. Abrams, who has said, you know, he is a huge fan and has been for his whole life of Star Wars. And so he's really trying to do this film justice. And because he's using all those practical effects and doing all of those things, he's uh, 
he's matching more of that look and feel of the original trilogy in this new film. Yeah. So obviously, you know, it's going to look better. There's going to be um, some impressive new effects using computers, but you're also going to get that feeling like, yeah, they're in this room. They're in the Millennium Falcon right now. They're, they're actually, you know, it's going to have that same look as the yeah. first three films. And yeah. I think that for me was the, was the biggest thing is that it will feel more like the original trilogy than the prequels did. But yeah, because when when you're so heavy on the CGI, you're actually you're actually demanding more of the audience it, with that suspension of disbelief and you know creating this believability. You know, because there's still that the whole uncanny valley type thing where uh, we you know it's fake. You know, you you know something is is fake. It you know if if you were to go into the screen, you would know that you can, well you can't touch it. Yeah, you know, almost like um, I know you. You probably haven't seen the Thing prequel. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha- have no. you seen the Thing prequel? No, I haven't. Uh, have you seen the Thing, the original? No. All right, so like the Thing, the original with, with Kurt Russell, uh, back in 1982, all practical effects, right? And even though some of it might look a little bit cheesy, you're still like, well, that's real. Like they're reacting to something in the room, and that's actual blood and. Um, you could grab it and it would be scary and it would rip you to shreds. The thing prequel came out and originally they were doing all practical effects. Uh, but then the studios got cold feet and they're like, you know what? Let's just do CGI. Mm. And you, and you can tell the mm. difference. Like it, yeah. it loses something in translation. Yeah. I th- I think that's, and, and we talk about Disney and the fact that they, they've owned the rights to all the star Wars stuff now. Um, Disney will churn out a movie for profit, you know, in a heartbeat. Uh, look at case in point, every Airbud movie. Period. Oh my! Like, don't even uh, don't 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 talk smack about Airbud, man. <laughs> the, I don't know. Are those Disney movies? I can't. I don't even know. I don't know. Um, Air Airbud three Air Pilot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they are really giving the creative team and J.J. Abrams breathing room with this film to get it right because i think uh if this movie was a huge failure and i think disney doesn't want to be the 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 person holding the keys like oh shoot like (laughs) my bad it's his fault (laughs) (laughs) um anyway so i i'm excited about it i mean the 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 panel was great they brought out uh new cast members they brought out um the original big three yep. with, uh, you know, uh, Han- Luke and Hamill, Leia and Hamill, Han Fisher and, and Harrison, Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And so, and, and hearing them talk about the movie and, and sort of the experience with it and Harrison Ford is usually a pretty gruff guy, but talking about when he read through the script and just sort of how excited he was about the movie. Um, that was, I mean, that was really great to see too. Cause I mean, that's something that could kind of be challenging for them to come back to, yeah. uh, you know, 30 years later or something like that. So, well, you know, uh, I mean, with the exception of maybe Fisher, right. They've all Hamill and, and Ford have moved on to, to many different things, you know, Hamill, uh, the, the best Joker of all effing time. Yeah. Animated series, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. all the Batman games. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> uh, we we didn't talk we didn't talk about uh, 
DC. That's oh, that, that was supposed to, that's supposed to be in here. That's where, that's where I was um, going with that because okay. uh, you know Hamill did all the Joker right, and then uh, DC they were at Comic Con, and I would say you know that they used Marvel's presence to really kind of. Uh, yeah, just, the lack of Marvel presence to kind of swoop in. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. they they showed a new trailer for uh, Batman vs Superman: Dawn of Justice. Um, they showed a leaked trailer of Suicide Squad, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, they announced that they're going to have a new Green Lantern movie called uh, Green Lantern Corps. Okay. Um, yeah. Side side note: uh, I bring up the Green Lantern thing, but one of the, one of the best lines in the Deadpool trailer was uh, he's like. Uh, I I hope I get a cool suit. Just don't make it green and animated. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, Batman versus Superman. Um, I like. Did you watch the trailer for that? Yeah, I watched the trailer for this. Um, to to start, uh, the Man of Steel film. I went and saw. I I, I didn't hate it. Yeah, but there was a point in that film when like they had leveled a city in one fight scene where I really just had to come to grips with my feeling on Superman <laughs> and, 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 and really like he is, he is the quintessential superhero, but he is way overpowered. And sometimes I'm just like, really? Like <laughs> I, I needed there to be some sense of danger for, for our hero. Otherwise I just, I can't get into it. Yeah. Um, and the sense of danger for him isn't his well being. It's, the other other people's well being, which is it's, it's the it's the billions of people in those buildings right. that he's leveling because he he's fighting some dude exactly, um, which is which is the biggest complaint about the film. Yeah, and and I think and when when you look at the trailer that was released, that comes up right. They they yeah. show Superman sort of on trial, like he's exposed now. He people know about him, and they're like, hey, this guy is causing a lot of collateral damage. I don't know that we should have him around. Right. Um, and they pair that with Bruce Wayne, portrayed by Ben Affleck, who uh, sort of sees this destruction happen firsthand. I think it, it looks like in the trailer that like maybe Wayne Enterprises actually is one of the buildings that gets leveled. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it, he's he's in Metro. It looks like he's in Metropolis during that fight with Zod. Right, and uh, and you see sad sad Batman. <laughs> turn into mad Batman Um, because now he's got a vendetta, if you will, uh, against Superman, which becomes the entire premise of the film where it is, you know, Batman versus Superman. Yeah. And you, and you see a little bit of wonder woman in there. A little, just, just a little bit. Uh, Yeah. It's mostly quick clips towards the end. Yeah. And you Um, you get a, you get a quick glimpse of the old Robin costume with a Joker writing on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, which, um, which is a reference to Jason Todd. If 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 you guys don't know your uh, comics, <laughs> your your comic history, who was uh, was vo- was famously voted to be killed by uh, readers of the comics back in the uh, mid eighties. Oh, yeah, know. I can't back that up. Yeah, jo- I'll, I'll Joker, just agree. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Joker beat right. him to death with a crowbar. So, oh. <laughs> and so they they had readers vote on it. Like, do you want? Uh, Jason Todd Robin to survive and they're like boop 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 no F and kill him Uh, yeah I think you know I really like Batman I like the story of Batman I like a lot of the Batman films that have come out Um, uh, it's 
the the look of Batman in this movie, obviously he has to be armored up quite a bit in order to go toe to toe with Superman. That's to be expected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how how well they pull this off. I think there there oh there is a really badass clip of Batman when he's when he shoots the grappling hook. He like he just he just shoots the grappling hook and he pulls himself away. Like if you played any of the Arkham uh, Arkham Asylum games, like that that's how he does it. He just goes Fushunk! and then flies off. Yeah, it was just such, just at a such a ba little moment there's there's the there's a quick clip towards i think it's like right at the end of the trailer where superman's like standing on the front of the batmobile yeah and like rips both the doors (laughs) off the batmobile yeah and batman just stands up in his seat yeah just kind of like look eye to eye and i'm like all right that's that's pretty cool yeah Um, uh what's his name jesse eisenberg yeah uh in a really strange looking like red wig (laughs) uh the red he's he's the lex luther character um uh, I'll like it better when he has the haircut that I have uh, in the film. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, I mean, DC they they definitely came to to show off that series as well as the Suicide Squad yes. film, which has been leaked a lot online. I, I know we talked a little bit about Jared Leto's Joker uh, when when that still picture was released a, a few months ago. Yeah, um, but we actually saw a trailer this time, uh, and I think it was a a leaked trailer. Somebody filmed it on their cell phone or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's, it seems to focus a lot on Harley, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Um, I think she's sort of the, the primary character, <laughs> I think. Which, for the film. yeah. And it's, it's hard to say that anyone's a protagonist when it's, you know, a collection of supervillains who are <laughs> sent to on, on a mission, you know? Yeah. Um, I, there's a, there's a DC animated film, um, you know, attack on arkham asylum and it's a suicide it's a suicide squad film essentially um but uh you know it has it has like all the same characters in it um and deadshot who in the film is played by will smith um he is kind of like the the main the main character so um you know there's a lot of focus on harley i don't know if they're going to keep that for the actual um the actual film but uh with the presence of the joker obviously um and in the trailer, there's ob- there's an obvious Batman cameo. Yeah, I I actually I looked at and it's hard to tell based on the quality of the film and everything like that. Uh, that is the the video that was taken of the screen. <laughs> um, you definitely see a Batman looking character. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that was Batman Batman or like a represent a representation of Batman or what. Right. But, um, but I mean, obviously, he comes up because you have a bunch of Batman villains and yeah. like that. So yeah, pretty much like primarily all Batman villains. Yeah. So, um, um, I don't know. It's a neat idea. It's, it's a way for them to do a big ensemble group movie, um, before they get into any kind of like justice league type stuff further down the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And in, in, uh, um, what Ben Affleck has, has said that he's going to, did he say he's going to direct the next Batman film? Ben Affleck wants to do the next Batman film, and I think he is planning to direct it. Yeah. That's correct. Um, he's a good director. I'm a, I'm a fan of him as a director. Not necessarily as an actor, but um, mm. I I think this is a good way to kind of introduce the Joker and kind of that his Batman's rogue gallery uh, without actually having Batman be the, the primary uh, 
um, the the per- center, central focus of the film. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, almost it almost it almost uh, builds the villains' characters before you introduce the Batman. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, that does definitely does. Yeah. Um. So yeah, DC. Um. Good luck to you. I wish you all the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I will I will still see your films. Um. Yeah. Any anything else? I think I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff. Anything else you want to key in on? Movies, TV, otherwise. I mean, I guess. I guess. I mean, was there any comic news that you even picked uh, up on? <laughs> um. No, I, there, there's, there are a bunch of stuff, a bunch of things that happened this weekend that, you know, I saw and I was like, oh, ah, cool, keep that in mind. Uh, but there, you know, there's just so much of it that uh, we can never, never get too much enough time that we need. What one thing uh, we didn't uh, discuss when we were talking about Star Wars uh, that I wanted to point out, uh, they, they, they're doing the the main saga films, right? So episodes seven, eight, nine are are coming. Yarp. But they're also working on some sort of uh, ancillary films, if you will, or, or uh, spin-offs or something like that. Yeah, like like uh, Rogue, was con- Rogue One. Rogue, Rogue uh, One, yeah, the Death Star-themed uh, film. Uh, it was also confirmed this week that the directors of uh, the Lego movie mm-hmm. and, and 21 Jump Street... Lord and uh, Miller. Uh, they are going to be directing a... Han Solo centered movie. This is going to be a sort of pre episode four um, look at how Han Solo became the scoundrel that he is, uh, the scruffy looking nerf herder, if you will. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, and it's just sort of, it's, it's before he met, uh, you know, Obi-Wan and Luke, um, but kind of leads up to that event. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would love to see that. I, I think that would be, um, really cool well uh it's it's dangerous it's dangerous territory to kind of just open up the universe to all these other films but i think if they, if they take it seriously um it, it could be a good thing yeah and if if i know lord and miller like i think i do with a uh, cloudy with a chance of meatballs and lego movie and 21 jump street they are all about the series uh clone high sure. uh, <laughs> then then there'll be a bunch of meta references and uh, it'll be an enjoyable, uh, fun movie. Yeah, it'll be that. I expect that to be a fun movie to watch. It I mean, it won't take it the serious tone. Yeah. Uh, per se. Um, but you, you you think about a young Han Solo who's you know pro- kind of a he'll probably meet a, a young Lando. Yeah, that, that that's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> have have some early run-ins with Jabba and things like that. Yeah. So. Um. All right, mm-hmm. and, and and that is. That, and that is it that, for, for, for Comic-Con 2015. That is it. Um, we, we have a, a couple other conventions that are coming up, uh, specifically here in Hawaii, that, that we will be uh, taking part in. We, uh, we plan on visiting, I think, the Honolulu Comic-Con later this month. Yes. As well as uh, the amazing Hawaii Comic-Con Good. Uh, this fall. So um, as far as things like cosplay and and. and toys and swag and things like that i think we will cover all of that uh in future episodes at the conventions that we actually go to yeah (laughs) exactly um um so yeah guys let us know uh what you thought about comic-con this year you know if there if you have any um specific thoughts on the matter or you know you think like with the tv stuff if you think we miss anything that uh, is pertinent yeah we'd love we'd love to hear your feedback and uh 
we will have that conversation online. Um, what is coming up next week? We, we are doing a, a yet again another of our infamous Netflix rewatches. And th- this and this time it's a movie that both of us have seen. Yeah, I've actually watched this one, so I'm really excited. Uh, we've had some action movies uh, in the past, some so we're we're going a little bit more lighthearted this this time, <laughs> and we are going to be watching uh, Wet Hot American Summer, yeah. the 2001 cult hit, um, with so many huge names in comedy right now, so and many. just acting in general. We, um, I mean, we we have to prepare ourselves for the Wet Hot American Summer prequel. Uh, yeah, the series, yeah. the Netflix ex- exclusive. Uh, what is it? What does it call? It's like. Uh, first day of camp or something first like that. day of camp or something yeah but uh <laughs> yeah it's, so, Nef- it's Netflix so funny is... that it's a prequel and they're all just they're all so much older now yeah and if you think about <laughs> that, like that's a good point and they're all so much the more fact... famous <laughs> yeah like you look at the trailer for that series and you're like how did they get all these people to agree to come back because i'm sure they had other stuff yeah on their plate that they could have been doing um we're both excited for that series, and so next week we will do our rewatch on Wet Hot American Summer. If you haven't seen the film, fire up your Netflix machine, check it out uh, so that you can be ready for the discussion next week. Uh, also, I think next week will be the Finally. long-awaited uh, discussion. It's only taken 22 episodes. <laughs> but This was probably what would have been your episode one topic if uh <laughs> if 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 we hadn't done this, this jurassic would, world instead <laughs> this would be my topic every single week for the last 22 weeks uh we're gonna uh, talk about rick and rick, morty finally Wub-a-lub-a-dub-dub. uh we're finally gonna talk about antimize johnson uh mr meeseeks look at me um <laughs> we're, we're we're gonna talk about real turbulent we're juice gonna, we're gonna talk about it all uh two brothers gazorp uh, gazorp um so yeah, so the the new season of Rick and Morty is coming out uh, very soon, and we will talk all about the show in our next episode, uh, folks. That's it. That's that is another episode in the books. Uh, if you like the show, you can you can help us out by headed over to iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Give us five stars. Um, you can write a review if you're into that thing. But uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to demand too much. Yeah, so. don't don't, um, don't. But demand. it really helps the show. Don't demand too much. Oh, I, I do. Uh, I do want to put this out there. Um, you know, I just uh, on a, on a final note, everybody. I just want to let you know that after our episode last week talking about Terminator series, uh, I've enlisted uh, my my brother in law, and uh, we are we're gonna tear up some. Uh, well, we're gonna we're gonna make a film. We're gonna make a short Terminator prequel film. Hey, get it, ready it's for gonna, it. You heard you heard it here you first. Heard it here. On apathetic enthusiasm, Look, go, tell your friends. Go to your your favorite movie blogs and just and just start putting it out there. Just start putting it out there. Yeah. Put the feelers out. Just go to any blog and pitch the <laughs> podcast, really, because you know, no, all press is good all. press, really. At this exactly. point, exactly. Uh, Brandon, I'm very excited to have you back in your house to podcast with me next me week. Me too. Um, and uh, until then, I am Travis. Now I'm Brandon. All right, we'll talk to you later. See you guys.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.